I want to thank Research FDI for sponsoring today's podcast. They're a globally renowned lead generation firm that helps economic development organizations create real prospects. They've helped over 500 economic development organizations. Let me tell you exactly what they do. They facilitate one-on-one meetings for economic developers with corporate executives who will have projects soon. They can facilitate these meetings to where you travel to the corporate executive's office and meet them there or meet them at a trade show or even have a conference call so you don't have to pay for travel. They recently launched a service called FDI 365, which provides you a lead a day of fast-growing companies that will be expanding soon. Their research has helped over $5 billion of projects get cited since inception. I encourage you to go to www.researchfdi.com to learn more about Research FDI. As far as I'm concerned, they are absolutely the best lead generation firm in the business for economic developers. Call them now at 514-488-3618 and see how Research FDI can help you create real prospects. Hello, this is Chad Chancellor with Next Move Group. Before we begin today's podcast, if you've been enjoying our podcast series, please go over to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review. That'll sure help us out. We'd appreciate it a whole lot. Welcome to this week's episode of the Next Move Group. We are Jobs Podcast. This is Chad Chancellor, co-founder of Next Move Group. Today we got Sherry Toon with us. She's a regional manager for ACT's Work Ready Community. So Sherry, welcome. Well, thank you, Chad. I'm very happy to be here on your show today as a guest. I listen to your podcast regularly, so excited to be here. Awesome. Well, we like talking workforce, so glad to have you on. And I know Sherry sees it all across the country, so I met her at a Missouri Economic Development event where y'all know we've got a location, but she not only handles Midwest, she's picked up Hawaii and even states out east. So you ought to be able to tell us from a holistic approach what you're seeing out there, Sherry. But let's just start out with you sort of giving folks an overview of what the ACT Work Ready Communities actually is. Thanks, Chad. So ACT Work Ready Communities is a national effort, of course, led by ACT, that provides a framework for states and regions, communities to build an economic development community-based approach grounded in certifying counties as work ready. ACT awards the certification when counties achieve goals or parishes, in your case, you're down there in Louisiana as well. I might say counties way too often, but I'm used to that, but it could be parishes or. Yeah, that's or okay. Areas. I still say counties and the Louisiana people make fun of me because oh. I, I say county. <laughs> okay. But it's based on the certification and the goals are based on common criteria of individuals in the workforce earning an ACT work keys, national career readiness certificate, but also those businesses that are recognizing it or preferring or recommending that candidates have that. So, you know, by participating in the initiative, counties can really identify skill gaps and quantify that level of their workforce. And it helps a number of stakeholders. It helps educators build those career pathways aligned to the needs of business and industry. And it helps the community stand out and be recognized for their workforce development efforts. Yeah. Well, I tell you, I'm hearing a lot of people say really good things about it. So y'all have obviously caught some traction and, now folks who've been through it, I guess, are getting recertified and all, and they're saying a lot of good things about it. So walk us okay. through the different frameworks of it. I know you mentioned the NRC, I think National Readiness Certificate. Just walk us through what that is. 
Sure. So it's the NCRC for short, and it's the National Career Readiness Certificate. So that's really central to work ready communities because it's an assessment based credential powered by three ACT work keys assessments in graphic literacy, workplace documents, and applied math. And this is issued at four levels the bronze, silver, gold, and the platinum. And what it does is it measures that individual's skills in those areas and certifies those essential work skills needed for success in jobs across various industries and occupations. And we also have a curriculum that's aligned to the assessments to help those individuals scale up or remediate. And NCRC is widely used by employers and educators, workforce developers, and many others with a stake in the success of the economy. So we're approaching that 5 million mark nationally of certificates that have been earned and over 26,000 employers nationwide have signed on as recognizing or recommending it. And in addition to that, NCRC is recommended for college credit by the American Council on Education. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, of course, I was raised in a blue collar in a blue collar household. So I think what I like about it, and I know just enough to be dangerous. That's why I want you to get on this show so you can. Did I just teach you something, Chad? Yeah, you did. You can. You better teach me a lot. So let's say that somebody takes the test in math or whatever the official term is, they end up a bronze. Isn't it true they can take it again? So this like almost lets you see if they have the work ethic to try to better themselves. Isn't that right? It's not just a one-time deal and then, okay, you're a bronze or you're a silver. You can keep going back. Yeah, it depends on, of course, the state and what you know funding there is for that. But absolutely, if they score a lower level, but they want to improve their skill sets. That's where that curriculum comes in. They can remediate and try to improve on those scores to go in and hopefully complete that higher level. Yeah. See, what I think I would like and what I tell our site selection clients, I'd like to find those folks who might have started at silver and went to gold because that shows you there's nothing promised to them. That shows you right there. They've got a work ethic. So, Well, you're absolutely right. And I like to tout that a lot. You know, if nothing else, it demonstrates that that individual really values that employer that's asking for it and if they're going to take the initiative to come in and sit down and take those assessments then that means that they really want that job yeah so we have many economic developers across the country that listen to our show so walk us through how if they get their community act work ready walk us through how that'll actually help them as they try to recruit new industries Well, as you know, Chad, an available skilled workforce continues to be one of those top factors in determining where a business will locate. And in fact, Site Selection Magazine includes the ACT and CRCs as one of the top six components in their annual workforce development state of the state rankings. So it's paramount that a community demonstrates they have that workforce to support a new business looking at their area. It's one thing to say we have a good workforce. It's another thing to show it. But it also shows that collaboration, you know, that they're collaborating with all stakeholders on a workforce development effort. You know, there's no silver bullet. There never is. But when counties engage in work-ready communities and they've earned that national designation, those economic developers have an on-demand reporting tool where they can market the quality of their workforce. They have earned a national badge from ACT to showcase it. And I don't know if you knew this or not either, but Lois, Location One Information Services, adds the Work Ready Community logo to their available buildings and sites location on their website. I did not know that. I taught you two things. You're teaching me all kinds of, and you know I love Lois, so that's just something <laughs> else I can put in my check mark for them. I know you do. And, you know, thanks to you and others, we also have quotes that ensure site selectors value this designation in their site selection process. 
I don't know if it's frustrating to me or um, frustrating is probably not the right word, but one of the things that I hear all the time from small towns is our workforce is great. And I always, you know, show me the data, show me the data. And so what I like about what you all do is you actually can put data behind it. And most companies recognize the ACT because their kids have had to take it to get into college. So it gives credibility. Do you certify counties or cities or regions? Or if there are listers out there, you know, thinking, well, we may be too small to even pursue this, what would you say to them? You know, that's another good point there, Chad. So we actually go by a county or parish designation, not specifically towns or cities, but we start at that county level, parish level. You know, in Alaska, they're called uh, census areas. In Hawaii, of course, it's islands. But whatever that census area is, that's what we certify. However, regional efforts are encouraged. And they're in Louisiana. The entire central part of Louisiana is a certified work-ready region. And the northern part of Louisiana is working to be a certified work-ready region. And in a number of states as well. Gosh, here in Missouri, there's many regions that are fully certified. But really, it's at that county, parish, local census area effort. Thank you, Sherry. We're going to take a quick break for a message for our listeners. Be right back with a lot more with Sherry Toon right after this. I want to thank Location One. Some folks know it as Lois for sponsoring today's podcast. Location One has, in my opinion, the best building and sites database in the economic development industry. I am often asked by economic developers, Chad, if you were an economic developer again, what would be the first thing you'd do? And it is without question, without question, first thing I'd do would be put my builders and sites on Lois. And let me tell you why that would be. Number one, I always did economic development in small to mid-sized towns, and one of our struggles was just getting eyeballs on our property. That was our struggle. Lois overcomes that struggle for you. So the mistake I used to make is I would just put my buildings and sites on the state economic development database. Well, every time I did economic development, I was close to a border. So I was basically bordered in other states. And anybody looking for buildings just across the way in the other state wouldn't find my buildings because I only had it on my state economic development website. I couldn't have made a dumber move looking back, but hey, it's what I did. When you advertise your buildings and sites on Lois, it goes to a nationwide database. So prospects looking for a certain site or a certain building in the whole country can find you based on the parameters they put in. If they're looking at a radius, they're probably going to find you if they're looking in the state next door. If your building or site is on Lois, it's also the most responsive friendly I have seen. So I love looking at buildings and sites on my iPad. I much rather look on my iPad when we're doing site selection work in the field than on my computer. Computer. And I have found Lois is basically the only big buildings and sites database I've found that works well on my iPad. A lot of the other ones, they just don't work as well. They tear the thing down. They don't remember your, your search query. If you put in 50,000 feet and you back it out, it forgets it. They're just hard to deal with. Lois is not. It's easy to use. It's just as easy for economic developers as it is site selectors. It walks you through inserting your information. So it tells you, place your gas line information here. Place your water line information here so you don't have to guess. You don't have to know code to make this thing work. But most importantly, once you push save, once you enter your information, it's going to go on a nationwide database, which is going to get a ton, a ton of eyeballs on your builders and sites, way more than you'd get on them on your own if you just put it on your website 
or advertise it on the state economic development website. It also inputs ESRI data for radiuses of your buildings and sites. So a prospect's not just looking at a building or site when they find your information. They can actually see information about your labor force. You don't even have to put it in there. It does it for you automatically. This is the best Builders of Sites database I have found. I encourage you to go to location1.com, sign up for a demo, see how this thing works. Transition to Location One. You'll be real happy you did. All right, so now let's put the other hat on and let's talk about why would this help existing industries? So not the economic developer, but if I already own an industry in a town, how would this benefit me? Why should I get behind it? As you know, the communities cater to their existing industries. That's critical. I mean, that's their bread and butter. Economic development isn't just about recruiting that big Amazon distribution center, but rather helping those businesses that are there already. It's no secret that employers today are struggling to find good talent, even in today's economy. So you deal with businesses regularly, as do I, and you ask any of them, skill shortage, they're expensive, time-wasting barriers to hiring. So for a business that is looking to recruit employees, you know, by participating in work-ready communities, those businesses and industries that are involved in the effort know exactly what foundational skill levels they need for a productive workforce, and they can easily communicate their needs by, you know, leveraging work keys and the workforce solutions products. Employers that ask for that NCRC, they're getting good candidates that have those skill levels needed to be successful with at least that baseline knowledge that tell an employer, even if someone doesn't have the technical skills they're looking for, they're trainable or they're capable of learning them. And, you know, overall, ECT is known for their research and case studies. We have a lot of research that demonstrates it helps reduce hiring and training time a significant reduction in turnover and increased return on investment. So by participating in work reading in communities, those employers are showing their commitment to that effort as well. And so really, it really falls back the same for new business. Um, when they can demonstrate a talent pool through a work ready community, then that existing business is more likely to expand in that area and stay. And so can't you look at the jobs that a current plant has, let's say, and then figure out if they're going to need bronze of this, of math or reading or whatever, I can't remember the three different ones now. Or So if there's an industry out there that says, this sounds bright, I do want these people. Can y'all help them figure out, okay, you need a bronze at this level or silver. How do you kind of compare their jobs to other ones? That makes any sense. Yeah, well, so we do have a portal on our job profile database where over 20,000 existing positions have already had a job profile completed. So what that means is, an ACT authorized job profiler has gone in and evaluated what skills in those three core areas, workplace documents, graphic literacy and applied math, that position needs for someone to be successful at. So we use that a lot of times. We'll have employers go in there and review that. And, you know, for example, a welder, they can look up a welder and see that that position has been profiled and it takes a level four, which was silver, to be successful in that position. So they have a way to gauge as an estimate, I guess, on what level NCRC that person would need to be successful. We always, you know, recommend if they're going to require it, then, you know, they do a job profiler. But there is already a system in place that they can gauge that on. And you have folks that can help them profile the job and figure out what they're going to need. 
Well, we don't, but we can recommend them. And in every state and many counties and regions, they have whatever organization through their workforce board, through their community college or technical college. There are many ACT authorized job profilers out there that can help those companies. Absolutely. All right. So then how do you, what's the pitch to the employee or before they're hired? So to the unemployed or underemployed person, how do you convince them to go through the process and take the test? Yeah. So that's another component to work ready communities is really helping educate those individuals in the workforce on what the credential is so they can stand out, how to prepare themselves for success. So they need a way to stand out from the crowd when applying for jobs and you know, employers are looking for skilled workers who can not only perform the job, but also learn and grow with that company as those requirements change. So, you know, WorkEase and the NCRC is the foundation to work ready communities that validates that to the employer, gives them a leg up. It complements traditional credentials like high school diplomas and community college degrees, certificates of technical proficiency. And again, the research shows that candidates with higher level NCRCs are earning higher wages. So that in itself is an incentive for that individual to take the assessments and earn the credential. So, you know, again, it not only gives them a reason to take it, but it also ensures they produce the certificate with a resume when applying to one of the companies. I mentioned those 26,000 employers. There's a portal on our website that identifies those that have signed on as recognizing what that is. So that's a way that an individual can look at that list and ensure that they produce that. Thank you, Sherry. We're going to take a quick break for a message for our listeners. Be right back with a lot more with Sherry Toon right after this. On June 4th, Next Move Group launched a new initiative called The Movement, which is really designed to do three different things. One, help economic developers improve their quality of lives by making more money. Two, helping economic development organizations land more deals. And three, by helping economic development organizations recruit jobs back home from China. You have probably seen emails of various different video courses that were sent out as part of the movement. And I'll tell you so far, the two most popular courses have been these. One, board training for economic development board members and elected officials. What are their proper roles and responsibilities? And more importantly, what their roles and responsibilities are not. And our other bestseller so far has been how to help small to mid-sized rural communities build a systemic machine-like program to land manufacturing plants, where they don't just land one manufacturing plant, but where they land many manufacturing plants. We are selling these just one right after the next. So one, thank you. We have actually sold about 300% more memberships and revenue than we anticipated we would sell at this point in time. So thank you to all of our members. If you've not joined the movement, go to thenextmovegroup.com backslash movement to learn more about it. Thenextmovegroup.com backslash movement. You can either join on a monthly basis and receive all our content at once, or you can just buy one piece of content at a time. That's thenextmovegroup.com backslash movement. Is there any charge to the person getting certified or does the company pay or the county or city or what about the random Joe that wants to get themselves certified to get a job? Do they have a fee or how does that work? So the fees for the work keys assessments, again, that depends on location and the counties or the state. Some states have contracts with ACT where it's funded through either federal or state dollars. Others, employers are paying out of pocket. It really just depends. For the work-ready communities, the only fee to join would be the boot camp, 
process, the training, and that's very minimal as well. So if there's a county out there listening to this that are interested, walk through the steps to getting certified. Interested communities, really, they just gather a team of local stakeholders to apply to our boot camp. The boot camp is the training that we provide to help them get started, you know, expand their team, provide the processes, the tools, best practices, you know, everything they need to be successful. And like everything else these days, we've gone virtual for now. And more information as well on the application can be found on our website. It's just essentially an application where they're going to apply to get started in the process. And then goals for that community are established for the number of individuals across those specific workforce groups to earn those credentials. And when I say workforce groups, I mean the number of emerging, which is your students and recent graduates, the number of current or incumbent workers, and then that transitional workforce, which would be essentially the unemployed. And those goals are based on demographic data that we collect from the county, and it's proportionate to that community's size. And then that other goal, of course, being the employers who recognize or prefer or recommend the NCRC. So during the boot camp, those teams are presented with these goals. And then, of course, we provide the strategies to assist them to reach them. Once they complete that boot camp process and they launch, in other words, we light them up on our website as a participating community, then they have two years to achieve their goals. And they become eligible for work-ready community status as a certified work-ready community when they've met those goals, both the, you know, the NCRC earned goals and the business engagement. And then, you know, what that recognition means is that a county has a system in place to provide employers irrefutable data that they can deliver a quality workforce with the skills employers need. And it's not one and done. As you mentioned, you heard a lot about, you know, counties getting certified and then going on to retain that. Once that certified county reaches those goals and they're certified, then they continue to maintain their status, obviously keeping the flow of supply and demand in sync. I guess the boot camps, New Orleans must have been one of your sites because people would come down here about every year and they'd say, oh, I'm going to be at the ACT work ready. Can I see you while I'm there? And I just noticed it was annually. So do you have those regionally across? I know virtually everything's different now, but when we're not doing virtual, do you have those in every state or every region or? How far do folks well, have to travel? We like to go to New Orleans, Chad. That's why we came down there so often. But you were good for my business. Every time you'd come down here, somebody coming to see would buy something from me. So that worked. I'm That's ready for good. You. I'm ready for y'all to come back. I know. We're ready, too. <laughs> and actually, we had one scheduled in September, the first of this month. And, you know, after a lot of discussion, unfortunately, with everything the way it is, we ended up having to cancel that. And that's why we decided we'd take these virtual for the time being. But what we like to do, you know, when the country's better and things get back to normal, we just hold these around the nation in various sites. And a lot of the location depends on where the influx of applications come from. So, you know, if we have a lot from Louisiana, then we're going to try to go to that region. If we have a lot from Arkansas, we're going to try to accommodate them. But any county nationally is able to participate. Right. So I think you said this earlier, but it might have slipped over me. How many counties now have been certified? To date right now, we have 497 that are participating. 337 of those are fully certified ACT work-ready communities. And, you know, these are updated regularly as new counties launch or go public, then the number of participating increases. And then as they reach their goals, then that number of certified counties increases as well. 
All right. Well, Sherry, thank you for being with us today. Is there anything else you'd like to add I might not have asked you about? I just encourage communities to visit our workreadycommunities.org website where applications for the boot camps can be found. We accept them year round. They're scheduled as we have counties apply. And, you know, the next one, tentatively, we might be looking at a November or early December timeframe. And I'd also encourage them to check out our news section for various articles about successes around the nation, videos, case studies on work ready communities, as well as our very own Ready for Work podcasts which my colleague Jason Jones does as the host, highlighting numerous topics around workforce, education, and economic development. All right, and that's www.workreadycommunities.org, workreadycommunities.org, and we'll put a link to that in our email that goes out as well. Sherry, thank you for spending a few minutes with us today. Thank you, Chad. I really enjoyed it.